Hi, I'm S. I'm X. I'm J. I go by R. And if you are listening to this, you have just stepped underground. Welcome to Rooted In, a podcast produced by Rutgers Camden Underground, an organization that focuses on social justice issues. This show amplifies the voices of marginalized people and acts as a vehicle for change on our campus. Today's episode focuses on the events that led up to the Trump administration and the beginnings of his presidency. We will also focus on tips for self-care and tools for allies of marginalized people. Make America great again. Who's America? I think that's a phrase that has been used quite often during this election, and I just wanted to unpack that a bit more. I really think, like, who's America is a very essential question that needs to be asked, because I think the America that Donald Trump brought back again is a, an America that was very oppressive, and I think, in essence, the phrase is just an oppressive glorification of the past. I think it's really important to discuss the fact that maybe we shouldn't have been shocked by his win. A lot of people are saying it's very shocking, but Mm -hmm. when you look at history and all of that stuff, it doesn't feel like it should have been shocking at all, considering America's very fabric was created out of these oppressive ideologies. Mm -hmm. So white supremacy, patriarchy, capitalism, heterosexism, cissexism, just sexism in itself. And it's important to recognize that these ideologies are not just ideas. They then become actions and actions become systemic. Mm -hmm. So when you think about When slavery was illegal, okay, that's not technically legal anymore. Then you get Jim Crow laws, which were still very oppressive and restrictive to people of color, especially black people. And then now we have voter restriction with requiring people to have IDs and things like that. And it just shows that these ideologies become institutionalized, which just perpetuate our oppression. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think institutionalization is a good topic that you bring up because marginalized people live in those institutions. And so from the very beginning, the first institution that we're introduced to is school. And school is where you learn all these ideologies and they're institutionalized. So therefore it feels like they're normal. And so as a marginalized person, you just grow up thinking like, okay, that's the identity of America. And you just never question it. And I think this election just like showed oh, like there's this whole group of people who just aren't included in that America that you want to make great again. Yeah, I do think that that's true, but I think it's really important to recognize that as marginalized people, we do have the power to challenge this disruption of progress Mm -hmm. and that we all do this in different ways. Some people are really into self-love and self-care and making sure to take care of themselves and feeling like they're beautiful and things like that. Some people like me are more into honing in on their anger and making sure to make that anger something productive through direct action protest, uh, things like that. So although this administration is scary and seems very anti-progress, it is important to know that we can still organize, we can still advocate, and we can still do all of the things that we were doing before and maybe even better now that We really have no choice. So the America that's been institutionalized has been white America. And in recent years, I think that's the America that's been disrupted. And it's been disrupted through having a black president. It's been disrupted through social justice movements like Black Lives Matter. 
And I think back to the comment that Van Jones made on the night of the election when he said that this was a white lash against the country. And it really is because Donald Trump capitalized on that oppressive white past. So right now we feel very stuck, we feel very unsafe, and we feel afraid, and that's all right. But there are a few things that we can do to remind ourselves that we're human, and that we matter, and that our stories matter. So we're entitling this part, Tools for Liberation. The first thing is to stick with your community in these times. Find your support system. Who are the friends that you can talk to who are willing to step outside of their privilege to connect with you, to grieve with you, to be with you in your pain? Also, voice your anger and frustration and be unapologetic about it. Don't let people police your anger or frustration. Don't let them tell you it's bad to protest. Don't let them tell you your message would come off better if you acted like Michelle Obama compared to like Nicki Minaj. Like we're not here for that. So just be okay with voicing your frustration. Be okay with being unapologetic with your anger. Another thing is when you are voicing your frustration and your anger, be sure that you're finding ways to stay emotionally safe. That means turning off. That means logging off. That means leaving the stream. That means ignoring the text or deciding I'm not going to be around that certain person right now who makes me feel uncomfortable. Take care of yourself because you matter and your story is important. Also, take a vow now not to be the sole token educator. I know that a lot of us have friends who rely on us for all of their social justice news the, the Black reaction or the Muslim reaction to what's going on in the news right now, literally tell people to Google it. We have the tools. The tools are here for us. So tell people you can resist by just telling people to Google it. So also another thing is even in our marginalization, we all have privilege. With intersectionality is the interconnected identities that make us both privileged and oppressed. So make sure that you take a look at the identities that you have that are privileged and make sure that you're addressing those things and being a better accomplice to marginalized people. Also, another thing is check in with yourself. Oprah always says that every person needs to learn the power of talking to themselves. So do a checkup once a day. Take a moment. Go to the bathroom. Talk to a friend. Figure out what do you need? What would make you feel affirmed? Who should you avoid and who should you invite in? Also take care of your health, drink water, get some sleep, blow some steam off at the gym, but recognize your limits and do it in a healthy way. And also talk to a woke therapist about how you're feeling with this Trump administration. Lastly, keep educating yourself. Contribution is healing. Figure out how you wanna help, figure out your brand of activism and step out. Accomplices, here are a few steps you can take to support your marginalized friends. First, try asking them how they're doing, but only if you're ready to listen. Let your friend vent and understand their side of the story too. We're all hurting differently. We all need someone to talk to. Next, steer clear of microaggressions. Personally, I've been asked, are you going to be sent back? How about your parents? I'm from America and so are my parents, which is a fear that I had when it came to Trump's presidency because I know many people that are here, not illegally, but are here on visa that could be sent away if he'd like. So don't trigger them. Next, don't police their behavior. Marginalized people will be respectful when we feel respected by the system. If we want to protest, let us. Like my mom. She's scared for me because of what I post on Facebook about Trump. I should be able to do what I want. Also, recognize that this moment is not always about your feelings. Don't make your struggle the main topic of the conversation. As an advocate for marginalized people, listen, don't make it about you. 
check your privilege and understand that everyone feels differently and everyone needs to self-care differently. And finally, don't own the conversation. Let everyone's opinions be heard. Let all of the comments come out. Then bring your opinions in. We want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to voice your frustration. It's okay to need time. It's okay to need space. In times like these, we need to remember that marginalized people have never relied on larger systems to protect and support us. We have always and will always rely on each other. We have always and will always lean on each other. This time in history is particularly difficult and heart-wrenching, and it may feel like isolating ourselves is the best way to cope and heal. But really, now more than ever, we need to create spaces where we can just be free together. Grief and anger hold a tremendous amount of power that we can tap into as marginalized people to create change. But joy is truly radical. Cling to your people, cling to what you know are your rights, and remember now and forever that your story does matter. Our March podcast will be a celebration of Women's History Month. We'll discuss intersectional feminism, the Women's March, and our call for an Office of Diversity and Inclusion at Rutgers Camden. Rooted In is produced by Underground. Graphic design, art, and sound design by the Rutgers Camden Writing and Design Lab and the Rutgers Camden Digital Studies Center.